1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. Because you're listening to this podcast, we at Blue Wire want you to know this. One, we freaking love you. And two, we want to learn more about you. Help us make more content you'll love by filling out a survey you can find in the description of this podcast. You'll help us out a ton, and you'll have a chance to win a Blue Wire t-shirt, hoodie, or a pair of AirPods. We appreciate you, hope you're staying safe, and want you to enjoy this podcast.
2: Hey! Welcome to another episode of Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, Blevins. With me, as always, hey. is Boop. What's up, buddy? You jumped the gun there. I was, I was giving a little, I was giving a little pause there. It was a dramatic <laughs> it was a pre- pause. It was a pregnant it was, pause. It was, it was a,
3: a little premature action there. I, I a premature action. That's why Oops. it's a
2: pregnant pause. Um, but oh no, tied it all in, <laughs> and I'm canceling myself. What's up,
3: buddy? How you doing? jesus christ keep going we have a show to host
2: no uh, we don't this uh, I, I didn't even i didn't even hit record <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's up buddy how are you doing <laughs> what's up okay cool uh, <laughs> I see
2: what you're doing. You're doing the thing where you're trying to psych me because you. Okay, I get it. See, I'm I'm putting everything together. Boop. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah no, Boop it's knows, a... Boop knows that I can I can tell when you're doing a joke. So you're purposely trying to make it seem like you're not doing a joke. <laughs> we talked about yeah. this. You alluded um, to that. This might
3: trailer. win. That might win as the best opening ever. uh <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is wrong? In, what if what's oh, wait, the thing on, behind my on, eyes? hold on. What's up?
2: I'm pretty sure what? that I've been double recording this whole time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's fixed. It's certainly fixed now. Episode 44. We're gonna get it under control, everybody. We're gonna get it it's under control. It's gonna happen. How are you doing, buddy?
2: Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm old now, boop. I'm I'm it's officially true. old.
3: You don't look a day older than 65, my friend. Mm. It's okay.
2: I remember it like it was yesterday. It happened today. <laughs> um yeah, it uh it was great boop. I was going to I was going to move us into our next section, but we got to do some housekeeping first. Of course, everybody knows we're a prediction eSports podcast, PRWEDICTION eSports on Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you are following that channel. Does help us out a ton. Subscribe all that good stuff. And also, make sure you are joining the Discord. Discord.me/slash Little Legends Podcast. If you haven't already, pause the podcast or keep it running. You can do multiple things. Go to Discord.me/slash Little Legends Podcast and join. And I've got a story to tell about the Discord because we do game nights on Fridays. Last week on Friday, Boob and I were busy, which we'll talk about what we were busy with in a minute. But the the community. Completely irrespective of us, ran game night. Boop. It was, it, 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 my heart grew three sizes that day, which is a problem because that's how Andre the Giant died. And who oh no. I'm I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm really fearing that, but it, it warmed my heart in a non-medical way. Just the, it, it, mm. it, it, it felt like my
3: heart was warming. <laughs> gotta love non-medical heart warming. Yes. Um, <laughs> if I say so myself, no, it's so it's so awesome. Like this has got to be what it's like when like you're a parent and your kid's like, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. I'm gonna drive myself, and then they go, and you're just sitting there alone, and you're like, and they come home on time, sober. Right? You're like, oh, I I did well. We did well, Blev. We can be happy with uh, yes. our well-adjusted we raised, community.
2: We, 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 we raised our kids good. <laughs> we sure did good, Blev. We yep. sure did good. Yep. I, I specifically meant good and not well. So did I. Well, well good. Good. But, well, 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 well. <laughs> um, but, Boop, we were doing something on Friday, weren't we? We were casting an event, Boop.
3: What we what event testing. what event was that boop? It was the cruise TV. Mhm. Invitational. Was, I know. My my
2: my sound bite is gone. Oh no. It's so sad. Anyway, invitational. <laughs> it wasn't really gone. I bamboozled <laughs> you. <laughs> Even though you were
3: like you were like waiting for it to be said. I tried well, to I, I tried I to I did see you at it. the beginning of the podcast. Um, so yeah, no, that was super fun. It was, mm-hmm. you know, it's really, really interesting to see how. And Mark these off your bingo boards. I think the new <laughs> one is me talking about casting giant Slayer, but um, <laughs> self-imposed. Uh, but no, like, it's actually really interesting to see kind of like the grandmasters go at it mm-hmm. um, for like giant Slayer fight nights and like the giant Slayer series and how the participants and crews mm-hmm. approach the game, because yes. it's very, very different, very different Um and it's not like a taking a serious thing at all. It's just we I saw things <laughs> at Cruise that I didn't see right. uh, at Giant Slayer. And I think there's a little bit more freedom to be creative when it comes to things like Cruise, a little less mm-hmm. at stake. Uh, but overall, it was actually really, really cool. I, I really enjoyed watching these people go through the thought process of countering a lobby mm-hmm. or, you know, having their first experience in a, in, in like a tournament setting, right? Yeah. That, that's not fun. So mm-hmm. hopefully they everyone who participated had fun. Um, because I know I definitely had a good time casting mm-hmm. over it. We got to see some really fun stuff. Uh, I know. And bam was running into some quad infiltrators. Yes. Um, what, what else did we see? Oh, we, we saw, saw star guardians. Star from Guardian Aaron Thomas. Riven, yeah. Yeah. And I think that won the lobby, didn't it? It, it or it top forward
2: it top forward eric won a lobby with i forget what the rest of the comp was but boy did it it sure have a level one rumble in it
3: (laughs) yeah that's right and that's the type of stuff that you don't like see a lot of like some people will Mm -hmm. like go out on a limb especially like gun may or something in giant slayer series but for something like that you you rarely see it and because i saw eric do it i've been like trying to test out trying to make star guardians work and i can't mm-hmm. i get eighth every single time <laughs> so um uh, it's uh it, it's it's really interesting to see how different people approach mm-hmm. the game and how they do it and what they're trying to get out of these events yeah. and uh, that's why it's so fun yeah i've
2: i've actually had a decent amount of success with more so sorcerers than star guardians um but it's always been it's never been okay i'm gonna go star guardians this game let's force it it never works like that that is, a, that, is a, <laughs> that is a fast track to eighth place it's okay i'm staying open and i get a bunch of rods or maybe like some tier and like okay they, these are star guardian items maybe i get an early syndra or something it's like okay i can play sorcerers for a while and then i just kind of fall into it and it ends up working all right mm-hmm. um you hit the jana yeah, you hit the, yeah. the jana you hit the yeah, I mean, the, the 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 interesting thing is that a lot of the pieces of Star Guardians now with the exception of like Nico are are all playable in, uh, exactly. I literally forgot that Nico was more than just an item in TFT for a while. <laughs> um like th- th- that n- not even a joke. That that actually happened to me cuz you were talking in the in the tournament you're talking about like someone ran a Nico carry. You <laughs> saw someone run with a blue Nico buff, carry, yeah. yeah. And I was like are you talking about set two? Like I literally forgot that Nico was in the set. Um, But yeah, I've actually had a decent amount of success with it. It's tough because sorcerers and star guardians by proxy, like there's the, one of the best comps in the game is a natural counter to it with four mystics. It's like, eh, and like the Janna thing kind of helps, but also like those star guardians are not hitting very hard on their auto attacks. So even though they're doing true damage,
3: they're still throwing cotton balls. They're
2: year. still throwing cotton balls. Exactly. So I've, I've had a good amount of success, mostly with um like if Victor is super open and like I can run any number of Star Guardians and then get like an early tier two Victor and sometimes even a tier three Victor. Tier three Victor doesn't matter if they have him. Uh, if they have Mystic, he's going to melt the team um now it's hard to get him especially if he's contested so again it's the type of thing where it's like you really need to fall into it and like it needs to be super open and i've been able to get some decent uh, success with it or you can get an early star guardian item and give it to someone interesting like riven or
3: yeah star guardian riven's pretty fun just to, like uh, to get like a star guardian riven with like Rabadons, and you get mm-hmm. all that ep damage she can mm-hmm. carry you, uh for a while that could talk oh, yeah. for you but like again you got to hit it, and you've already lost probably a good amount of life by not having yep. any type of tank. Yep. Um, that's why I think Sorcerer Mech is what works best with Sorcerers. It gives you a little bit of beef in that yep. front line uh, for your Sorcerers to do something, which uh, I like. I think that's how the mech should kind of work. So uh, we'll talk about I think Are we going to talk about the Giant Slayer series too? Yeah, we can talk about the Giant Slayer series. Uh,
2: one All thing right. before we do that, I wanted to mention was. Uh, cause you brought up like it being a different style of play. I do think that's a really cool thing having a, not even like, like a, you know, I think the, the average, I think if you take Sphinx out of the lobby, the average placing was probably like, you know, mid, mid plat, like diamond level. I think there was some diamond plat, um, mm-hmm. like that sort of level. Um, which I think is, you know, for people who are listening to a TFT podcast, might you're be, good yeah, at the game when you're that, you're, that, you're, that you I, are very good, good at the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like think about it boop what's one of the i know we're gonna we're gonna pull into our our overwatch uh uh gear we're gonna put put go into overwatch gear here but boop what was one of the most if not the most dominating comp in overwatch uh over the past year or last year goats exactly and where did goats come from contenders which is the tier two scene of of overwatch so it's like mm-hmm. it wasn't even just contenders it was open to yeah it was open yeah exactly it so like tier, three, tier three so like we've talked about this on the show many times actually that it's like if uh, high level players like the number one player in the world or even like the top 10 they're not really incentivized to change right because you are at the top you want to reduce the number of different factors right you want to keep Things the same as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not out there innovating. But if you're, you know, maybe it's lower stakes, maybe it's your, that's just your play style. There's not a lot of like pressure to like, you absolutely need to get first no matter what.
3: Mm-hmm. All
2: of a sudden you start innovating. And even if, you know, Star Guardian Riven isn't the defining comp in the meta, it's like you see it happen. And all of a sudden, maybe people catch on. We've, we've talked about it. Like the, the community for TFT is very, I don't want to say monkey see monkey do cause that, that kind of diminishes it, but it's very like, uh, it, like, Oh, I saw, I, uh, Soju is on his stream and says that, uh, you know, master he three is the most broken thing ever. And then everyone is playing it and top level is playing and you're just forcing it over and over and over again. It's like, no one's like, okay, well, if that's the case, why don't I just play more of this, you know, play something to counter it, right? Like it, 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 mm-hmm. that's just how the TFT community has been. It's it's very like one good player does a good thing. Everybody copies it instead of trying to beat it. So I think having other sources of, of high-level play, tournament play, to see players who are trying to do these innovative things is a really good thing, not just for those players, but also for the community mm-hmm. in general.
3: You know, and just like the microwave, sometimes great things are found by accident. And was, uh, that, was <laughs> that the story of the microwave? Um, he was doing something and then he had a piece of chocolate in his pocket and it melted. And he put two and two together and figured out it was microwaves or whatever waves <laughs> are in a microwave. The, 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 the inventor the of chocolate. the microwave
2: had a piece of chocolate in there, was doing some sort of experiments or something, had a piece and of chocolate, chocolate melted. melted it, and was like, hmm, I'm going to eat that. <laughs>
3: I think so. I mean wow. Marie Curie just like handled her stuff. Um how did she die? Her stuff. Um I think plutonium. Yeah, I know. I am pretty sure she died of radiation poisoning is what I was alluding yeah, to. Yeah. Um, um anyway, anyway. Uh but yeah <laughs> But, but the idea behind it is just like innovation could come from anywhere, and sometimes True. you take something that a diamond player uses and just iterate upon it, yeah. uh, and then you get something a little different but kind of similar. It mm-hmm. happens in Hearthstone a lot, actually, yeah. where there are a lot of like deck builder types and theorists that mm-hmm. kind of just sit down and all they do is deck build. Yep. They don't really, like, sometimes they don't even compete, but the, the job is to find decks that work really well in ladder, make tier mm-hmm. lists, you know, stuff like that. In TFT, there's a lot less of like a akali type of comps right you know akali is a type of character in regular league of legends that is awful in low elo um mm. but has been super hard to balance because of in the right hands of the right player it's super overpowered right right there's no mechanical skill involved in tft in that way so i think that's why it's so much easier to do just what you see is working right right because yeah. there isn't something that I mean, there are some comps that do work better in like platinum below than they mm-hmm. do in platinum above. Sure. Um, like, I, I think I think rebels don't do as well platinum below as they do platinum above. Mm. Um, I can see that. I'm just, yeah, I'm just theorizing um, because like there are comps like that, but that's very very different than oh, a comp that does really really well in in platinum below versus platinum above. Right.
2: Yeah it, it's it's interesting because you bring up Hearthstone. And I'm obviously as many here's here's another uh here's another uh check off of your bingo card uh come from the magic the gathering world and absolutely the same thing people are just deck builders i'm i'm not one of those people but the difference is like the i think the games themselves are very similar and that we could absolutely have people who are trying to innovate but it because of the way the game is presented in that like a tft game you're not bringing anything to it, right? So it's like, oh, well, I'm just playing whatever the game the game is, and it's the same every time. When we know, it's very much not. And it's even more apparent that it's not with the galaxies every time. Like, the game is different every time. But I think people try to come to these, like uh, like, very high-level, like, statements of truth and just accept them instead of, like, well if you open with this and you push this, you can actually get this comp, which is really good in this galaxy or really good when you're at this point. Like, we see very... We we see less of that and more of, like, oh, Rebels is OP. and It's not in this case, but as an example. Like, Rebels is OP. I'm just going to play Rebels every time. And, and, like, how many posts do you see on Reddit and people complaining, like, oh, this person reached top 100 masters by just playing uh, Rebels every single game and they just keep doing this every single game. It's like... Well, did you try to beat that? Like that—that's the thing. Is like none of these things ever change if you're never trying to beat it.
3: Yeah. Again, we've talked about this at like like incentive for for innovation, right? You know that kind of stuff. Uh, So we won't go too far back on that. Yeah. Um. We won't go any further. (laughs) Yeah, I'm putting a stop to it. Um. No. The I I think to kind of like put a pin in it. Uh What. I like to see is what we're kind of seeing right now in galaxies where there are actually kind of a lot of opportunities for comps to shine that I think there weren't, especially in rise of the elements. Yes. Right. So In Galaxies, and you'll actually see this, Blev, in the patch notes, Mm -hmm. a lot of the changes are like 5 damage, 10 damage, right? Like super, super small. Mm -hmm. So the devs obviously, and Mort said this, so it is obvious that the game (laughs) is in a pretty good state right now, right? And in my opinion, while at, you know giant slayer we <laughs> that's your free space at this point um <laughs> uh, we saw a lot more jinx brawler a lot more than yes. we did for C- cruise tv and we still saw a lot that yeah we did right and so there's innovation there but when there's no incentive to do it then why and i right. think this set is a really good set to help with that incentivization when you're competing mm-hmm. right like that you are going to see maybe some more counters that you're not seeing a race to cybernetic six every single game right right we're definitely seeing a lot more comp diversity i think the biggest thing we see in terms of weakness side is definitely the star guardians in mm-hmm. dark stars yeah. right so maybe in terms of variability. When we have you know four or five comps that can win a lobby or definitely a top four, and only like two of the main comps that are struggling, that's not bad. Yeah, you, you, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in like the grand Actually, scheme of things, <laughs> in, in, in like in balance, like that's a pretty good state to mm-hmm. be able to focus on those. Those things that need to be focused on without having to really focus on health of the game, because honestly, I think outside of some galaxies, which are just like kind of out there, which they're supposed to be. Right. And then there's Nico's, right, which is just a little unfair if you get Soraka. I mean, mm-hmm. not uh, <laughs> not Nico's first, uh, the purple uh, lilac, lilac galaxy, which isn't your e- lilac,
2: not like lilac, yeah, purple lotus galaxy. <laughs>
3: and that's not even purple in the, the game loaded. right now. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So like, when those things are there, you get to say, oh, it's a galaxy, right? right. Um, and I think the galaxies were a really great way to introduce per lobby innovations. For mm-hmm. example, I think they did build in opportunities in the lobbies to try to counter the lobby or try to force the lobby in a certain direction. Yes. Right? So mm-hmm. for example, trade sector forces quicker play, yep. right? And more aggressive play, which I've seen really hurt some of the slower players, right? That like to wait mm-hmm. for the cybernetics, right? And then there's also, you know, the decision of Nicoverse. Are you going to slap your two Nikos on a tier three or a three cost unit right at the mm-hmm. beginning? Or are you going to wait for your, you know, five costs, that might not ever come because you're at 16 HP, right? Right. Um, and so I think the different galaxies and, or things like starting with a full spat first carousel, yeah. right? All of a sudden you're in a different game right a like very you, different you, game. Yeah. yeah it's a race to ASOL. right with that <laughs> spat and the people are going to be going for it and you have to adjust to the lobby in that way that stuff is already built into the game so i'm really happy with it it's just now that you got to apply it to i think the grander competitive scene yeah and just kind of like have it scale up you know because yeah. i think the galaxies were a really great start now we got to kind of incentivize that same kind of innovation for tft not just for this you know treasure trove or not just for right. trade sector yeah
2: it's i mean
3: yeah i, I
2: we will leave it at that because 100 percent, we're going to be bringing this up again eventually because it's all about incentive and it's really the core of a lot of uh, a, a lot of our uh our, our thoughts on the competitive scene and whatnot so we'll 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 put it we'll put a pin there and uh we'll uh before we go on break uh w- which after the break we'll be talking about the patch of course boop you uh, did a little little casting for Giant Slayer this week.
3: <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, and I wanted to not talk about that, Giant Slayer. I actually wanted to talk about a single player. Um, and the reason why is because this player is everyone who... Everyone who's listening should follow this guy because in my time in TFT, the storyline for this specific player is nuts. And that player is Gunmay. So... Gudme, May, um, who is a Giant Slayer series, is in Fight Night Rising, who's One been in the scene, um for a while, right? Used to be a heavy tilter. He would win the first lobby almost every single time mm-hmm. get like top four in the second and then get eighth and seventh in the last two yep. right and I remember my first week with crow and he was like "Gunmay needs to fix that mental he's got to fix the mental he's so good at the game but he's mm-hmm. so hard on himself and he was saying things on Twitter that was like oh I'm awful at the game blah 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 and then he was like you know what I did I looked at myself in the mirror and just was real with myself and asked myself what I needed to do he is top three giant slayer a fight night rising twice and one the giant slayer series since then yep and so that is such a cool little storyline for me mm-hmm. and i just got to give props uh to to gun because he also whips out some pretty crazy comps he's he, he's he's a guy that'll play space jam in a competitive atmosphere yep
2: he was playing so was playing, um, um uh he was playing uh not blender um shredder like, in, t- in, in the year 2020, in, in this current patch, well, the the now will be old patch by the time you're listening to this, but the current patch was playing Blender, or er, Shredder, with, uh, with Zaya. It's like, what? How? Who, is, who does that? It's like, that's not good anymore, right? And th- that's exactly what we were talking about, Boop. It's like, yeah, guess what? Just because it's not, just because there's not 15 guides on how to play it, and because it got nerfed, doesn't mean it's bad, right? It can still be playable.
3: <laughs> and so uh it's still going to be playable yeah sometimes people aren't looking for those lobby wins but gunmay wins more lobbies and and before this got Ethan more lobbies than anyone i had seen yeah in the scene but now like through determination and self-work and you know self-affirmation all that stuff he is one of the best in the game right now so i say that for you guys at home is kind of like an inspiration thing that you know, you can do it. He I've seen growth in him because uh-huh. it's been intentional for him. And just like you and me or anyone else, that can be you. And I just wanted to give him some props. He deserves it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a really, really awesome story to see someone who takes and like an attitude change and just like a perspective change and, and sees results from it. Because yep, it's so very easy to get it in your own head and like oh well he they're the you know they're the tilting player like oh they're gonna tilt about this blah, blah, blah. And it's like mm, you don't have to like you know you, you don't have to like uh double down on these negative identities or whatever that people give you or they're like even if you gave mm-hmm. it to yourself like you don't have to like you can change this is real life you can <laughs> you know you can improve and, and get better and it's really awesome to see that so really glad you brought that up boop okay yeah we have got a lot to talk about with the patch, and we will be talking about that patch right after a short break. There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and betonline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker games, and prop bets to check out. Visit BetOnline.ag and use the promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the break. We have got some stuff to talk about. Patch 1013. Boop. You were mentioned we mentioned it before. There's a large number of changes, but some of these changes might actually be on the smaller side. So let's get right into it. Of course, I'll read I'll read a little preview thing as is as is tradition. Welcome astronauts. We're back with the first update of the second half of the third set of T for, uh, I see what they did there of the third set of TFT. This week, we're swapping out the medium legends galaxy for a new one binary star in this galaxy. Champions can hold a maximum of two items in terms of general game balance. We're pretty happy with how the mid set update landed. However, the new Battlecast champs didn't quite pack the punch we were aiming for. So they're getting a few improvements. Let's get into it. OK, so uh, some initial system changes ranked. Uh, if you're master above, you can now only queue solo. So
3: no more duo queue mm-hmm. and masters and above. And the reasoning is I actually saw a lot of questions about this. So just uh, real quick. The reasoning is because people were win trading in uh, lobbies. So basically, or even like they would get two accounts and queue uh, together and then like bomb one account. So they knew they wouldn't get eighth. Right, and mm-hmm. so that was starting to become a problem, and it was okay. something that I've been hearing about um, on a lot of the different servers. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you just can't do it at masters. Uh, basically, it's just like they were cheating.
2: Yeah, I, I think especially since there. I mean, the the cheating in in games like this, we don't even need to go into it. Like it ruins the game for a lot of people. Like it's just not fun when when that's when that's being abused. And not only that, there's the you know, the the latter actually matters in terms of competitive scene now. So, like, they needed it. I'm, I'm glad they took the the additional uh, precaution there. Um, OK, so Galaxies, the binary star champions can only hold two items. Medium Legends is now gone. Binary star will occur in 10% of games. And uh, they've raised the minimum number of items that can drop in a game by one. So now I believe it was what? 10 to 14 i think was the was mm-hmm. the range maybe it was 11 to 14 no i think it was 10 to 14 like 10 is a super low and 14 is, is super high and now now it's 11 or whatever it's it's one more so that's it's gonna feel better it always feels better to have more items
3: yep <laughs> okay Boop. you want to do the traits? Sure. So uh you, what you all will notice bar a few of these changes throughout the entirety of this patch is how small these changes are that are, which I think speaks to greater discussion of this patch in general that we kind of mm-hmm. started last week. But um let's let's hear about these changes. Balance and adjustments. Battle cast damage or healing, uh 70, 160, 325, to 80, 180, 480. 880, and that's going to be the biggest change of the patch, probably. Blademaster chance uh, for bonus attacks going from 30, 70, 100% to 30, 65, 100, minus 5 on that second tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, blaster bonus attacks, 3, 5 to 3, 6. Okay. Uh, cybernetic bonus attack damage, 40, 80 to 40, 75. Dark Star bonus attack damage and ability power, 8, 16, 24, 32 to 8, 18, 28 to 38. Infiltrator bonus attack speed 4070 120 to 4080 120. Uh, ma- <laughs> magic mystic, mystic magic, magic mystic. resistance, uh, <laughs> 5125 to 50 to 120. Yeah,
2: little incremental changes.
3: Let, let anybody, anybody changes,
2: changes. Little, 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 little changes. Off, just a little off the top. Sure. Yeah, that's super interesting because it's like. Are we even going to really notice these boop? Is there, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like, at what points do we start to notice these? Is the real question. I mean, what's that? Two, four, six, eight battle cast is going to be a, a banger now.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> Well, I actually think the 80 in the early game, because you proc it way more often, the 80 and the 180 mm-hmm. uh, change the, uh, for the two and the four mm-hmm. is is going to matter okay but not in a sense of they're gonna be broken in a right. sense of they won't suck sure (laughs) if that makes sense because Cass was the only one who like really used that trait in my opinion yeah and so now other people will be able to use it a little bit better Mm -hmm. right like Kogma, for example is going to get way more battle uh, cast damage and healing off just because of this um and with something that you might get a couple procs off of it's not just 20 damage at the four piece it's you know an extra 40 damage over time for each champion yeah yeah exactly and some of these changes like you got to be like and they like to bring regular league of legends up there have been times where they like take like two armor or Uh five movement speed away from somebody um i think they like took like five movement speed or three movement speed or something away from Karthus um a Uh bunch of patches ago and now he just doesn't jungle right (laughs) so like being super super small um numbers mm-hmm. could equal big meteoric changes but their goal for this patch wasn't to do that right. i think the goal for this patch was to make things feel a little bit more interactive between mm-hmm. the rock paper scissors aspect yep um because you're right like why change um what's one here that's a little weird uh oh like cybernetic bonus attack damage 40 to 80 right. to 40 to 75 right right? Like, what is that going to be? Well, for 75, it's actually for six people, so True. six times, so you're losing 30 attack damage flat. Um, right. Five per across attack, the board. Yeah. From, yeah, yeah. For each one, right? So, like, it, it does add up, and I do think cybernetics will feel it. I think early Babacast will feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe blade masters, but not that much, and definitely Blasters, actually, because yeah. that's, uh, being able to just proc another red buff or sword breaker or something is is strong so while these are small changes they will affect the game in some way um but i don't think any of these are going to change the meta that much right which is good because
2: it's it is not annoying it's frustrating when like okay i've been i've got the you know for me personally i've got um Vanguard mystic I've got sniper uh astro sniper I've got the Yasuo comp I've got like this handful of comps that are all like playable right and like can are good and I can transition like if you if you nerf them out or you make something super broken it's like well I can just throw all that out the window and like I, I've heard this a lot from people who are talking about the set changes but like in the middle of a pe- in the middle of a set it's like or not even the middle of a set a middle the middle of a hey. middle of a set
3: Well, the other thing you got to give credit for is like this three and a half set is like pretty new still. And kind of have gotten it out of the gate with like these small changes. That's pretty, it's pretty great. Oh, yeah. Like just like the fact that like only a couple comps don't really work right now. Right. Like that's going to happen. Like there's going to be a comp that's worse than the rest of them. I think you got to give them props. They like they're really really close. Like like, we're talking about the difference of like uh, an eight and a nine as opposed right. to, like, a four and an, and an Amazon Game Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, I, I feel it's like...
2: I think of it, and this this might not resonate with anyone. Maybe it's just my the weird way that my brain works. But, like, I think of the set. When it comes out, it's, like, this big, like... S- like, not or what, what the real sun looks like, but, like, if a kid drew the sun with all the spikes, like a star, like all the spikes around it, and, like, the devs... Want to have a like? They want to make a circle in a lot of ways for the meta. So like, sometimes they release something and there's a gigantic spike, and everyone gets stabbed by it, and they gotta
3: like chop like that the West World.
2: uh Maybe I don't know. Oh I, no, I there's like West
3: um. World. Oh, what is the what is the name of it? Oh, are you watching currently? I haven't seen any of the newest season. Okay, then you know the the the, the little circle thing. What's it called? Rehoboam. That's what it's called. I haven't. Maybe I just haven't seen it in long enough. But oh, um, it's a circle, and like when things go wrong, it spikes. It's like it's exactly what you're. It's exactly what you're talking about.
2: Oh, okay, yes, and then so the this patch just feels like we just filed down a little bit, and like now it's like pretty. It's like pretty round, which I think is a good thing. I I feel like this patch, yeah has to feel good if you're on the dev team because it's like, yeah, we, oh, gave, yeah, a, we gave you a pretty good product and we're just kinda like just Honestly off a
3: bit. The, the TFT team deserves a bonus once we get spectator mode. True once we get I'm that, holding I'm... that bonus right here.
2: It's <laughs> staying in my pocket until we get spectator mode.
3: <laughs> it, it's accruing it's accruing interest, but mm-hmm. don't let that don't let that delay <laughs> Mm -hmm. the fact that we need it because you know there there are definitely some things i've realized that i would love to kind of notice it's like how many units someone has sold or like where the economy is coming from like those kinds of statistics yeah that like i've just like super i i have such a stat oriented brain when it comes to Mm -hmm. sports right like i can i can name a lot of especially college sports right Mm -hmm. um I know a little bit of something about a little bit of everything in that world. <laughs> and with TFT, like seeing that kind of stats, like I latch onto that stuff. And I think that stuff is so cool. And what stats give you are storylines. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. like, I love averages or average amount of units bought per round or average mm-hmm. amount of gold saved or, or lost per round. Right. Right. Like why is this person at 50 and 20 at the same level with similar comps? Right. Like what happened? And then to yeah. be able to like replay The other thing that I know is going to be later, but to be able to like replay past rounds, that'd be sick too. Yeah, spectator mode.
2: Yeah, if you could see like
3: the pool of champions that were bought and sold per like per like round. Yeah, like like, like to visually see how contested is something. Yeah. Right, like. Like that is something I, oh, I'm just really see, aching like, for, the list. right? Like
2: if you could visualize the pool that's there, and like you see people like taking stuff
3: out, and like
2: yeah, oh, all, the, or, all, the, uh, all the all the uh, yeah,
3: yeah, that'd be great. Uh, the other the other one I was thinking about is just like hey, so maybe like you've got like your your pool on one side right and then when a unit gets really popular it starts moving up in terms of gold spent it'd be really fun to see how much gold is spent on certain mm-hmm. units yeah right like uh how many people because what that would show us too is like how many people buy five cost units to block right True. like how effective like how effective is that yeah and i think once we have stats like that innovation will come more frequently as well but anyway side yeah. note.
2: Little sidebar, but it's an it's an interesting one. Long story short, uh, that's got to feel good if you're the developers to put out that uh, to put out that balance there. Okay, let's do some tier one champions. Alawi or allowwi went from 650 to 700 health that's a uh, a game night uh, original only only folks who go to discord.me me social legends podcast and playing <laughs> game night will get that reference uh 650 up to 700 health allowwi tentacle smash uh defense stealing goes from 20 30 50 percent to 30 40 60 percent uh and allowwi's defense stealing duration is going from four up to six seconds so pretty big allowi buff Nocturne attack speed going from 0.7 to a 0.75. Uh, Nocturne's unspeakable horror damage going from Maybe 200. Th- storm. <laughs> no comment. Uh, 200, 250, 350 to 200, 250, 400. And Zaya total mana going back down from 70 to 60. So uh, some some tier one champion buffs here, Boop. Yeah,
3: I like the Alali buff. Uh, the reason why you're going to feel it is because she's a tier one brawler. Yep. And there's another tier one brawler named Malfy. It, it's just kind of like starting the game off with Poppy Leona. Right? There's like a couple openers you can do. Yeah. Like you can kind of do whatever you want at the you know, especially right. during NPC rounds. But you sure, you usually sure like... you'll see like Vanguards, uh like Poppy Leona getting mm-hmm. transitioned into something, or you'll see the rebel transition into like mm-hmm. uh you know rebel brawlers or something like that but the reason why Elawi' defense stealing duration going from four to six seconds is a big deal mm-hmm. is because allow summon some of you switch out a little bit later and she's going to find a lot more value for when she's in the game right? right because she is going to be this is something i like to reiterate because it feels so counterintuitive how much quicker the late game rounds are right than the early game rounds and so six seconds in stage two two mm-hmm. is a huge buff and you're not going to feel that at all like on stage four four right right so and i think that that's definitely where they want to be with battle because i remember when they introduced battlecast they're like this is an early to mid game thing guys
1: mm-hmm.
3: right like we're gonna have you know an eight thing uh you know at eight reach but uh we aren't we're telling you this is an early game yeah.
2: thing. You're going to need to commit a lot, and you better be recording for your YouTube channel if you do get the <laughs> battle
3: Yeah, but of these one tier one champions, the two out of the three that got picked were battlecast to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, a .05 attack speed... I mean that could trigger maybe one or two extra attacks right. or, uh, during a round um, the unspeakable horror is for that tier 3 which is good because Nocturne was never someone you really wanted to waste your money tier 3 so right. maybe an extra 50 damage uh, will help because damage is nothing to scoff at yeah. maybe even build some items on them. I don't know um, so
2: going back and talking to set to us did you ever think that you'd say the line a Nocturne wasn't really something that was worth tier 3 I know right <laughs> huge um, and, and Zaya notably going back down to 60 mana, so maybe we could see some more Shredder or Pikachu comp?
3: I actually think Shredder or slash Pikachu would actually, would feel a lot healthier in this world than it did earlier. Mm-hmm. Because Shredder is, it has a lot more counter potential with Vanguard Mystics. Mm-hmm. Um, because that counters both parts of the shredder comp, right? The the zaps are magic damage, so you're gonna get a little bit of a defense there from the mystics. Mm-hmm. Plus, the vanguard's gonna help the auto attack damage. So, true, true. Um, it was already gonna be uh, weaker, so now she's gonna ult a little faster. Yep. She's not getting any damage buffs; it's just a DPS buff over time. Yep. Okay, Boob. Let's talk about tier two champs. Let's do it. Darius armor thirty five to forty. Someone wants Space Jam back.
2: Darius Magic
3: <laughs> Resist going from 20 to 30. Darius Dread Nova Guillotine. <laughs> Guillotine damage 400, 500, 750 to 400, 550, 800. That's, a, that's actually kind of a big deal. Kogma yeah. Health going from 500, 550. Kogma Total Mana 40 to 30. Kogma Barrage Percentage Max HP Damage 247 to 248. Nautilus Impact Crater Stun Duration 3, 3354 to 335 and nautilus mana sixty one twenty to fifty one twenty, so uh, small nerfs for nautilus yep. uh, he's just going to come online a little bit later mm-hmm. in, in a fight which is fine um actually could make it better yeah there happen times where like nautilus ults like super early on in a fight and i'm like okay thanks <laughs> yeah that, that was pretty yeah uh i guess uh and another thing as we go through this that we always have to think about is whenever a battle cast gets health adjustments that impacts their ability usage True. so what Kogma is getting with 50 extra health is maybe one extra proc of the damage battle cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's got the mana, so he's gonna be, you know, getting that damage proc along with that percent yeah. buff, maybe at tier three. Um because Kogma was one of the better battle casts, but mm-hmm. it was more as a like a supportive role in the Blaster mm-hmm. comp. And since Blasters got buffed too, we could definitely be seeing Kogma showing up a lot more frequently with Jinx.
2: Yeah, and the extra one percent on his uh max uh, HP damage seems like it could be interesting I feel like they sort of previewed him as like he could be something that is worth investing a tier a tier 3 unit into like Cogma 3 could actually be
3: a carry well and 8% in the early game one percent's isn't that big of a deal but 1% right. is you know uh, a good number later on whenever everyone when yep. has way more hp especially uh-huh. with rebel brawlers being so or like any type of rebel comp being so popular right. there's some beefy boys in that comp so
2: yep for sure okay two three champs bard cast time significantly <laughs> reduced i think that's Thank god that's pretty good yeah the, his like weird like He's I'm like, just gonna spit horn. on the bench <laughs> real
3: quick. So I was like, where are the meats coming from? Where are they coming from? How were they created? Why yeah. aren't we asking that question? I just assume that he threw them up with his horn. He 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 throws them up with his horn, puts them on our bench, and we just sell them immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a puppy mill. It's a meat mill.
2: It is a barred meat meat mill. That. Yep, now I'm never using Bard again because it's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Uh, Cassiopeia poison duration going from 12 seconds up to 14 seconds. Jace health going from 850 down to 800. And Master Yi chosen one damage going from uh, 75, 100, 200 to 75, 100, 175. So Tier 3 Yi down. Jace health uh, down. Cassiopeia damage not down, but down over time or yeah it's doing the same amount of damage in 14 seconds but it's doing less damage per second If that makes sense and then uh yeah bard bard now seems way more useful he's actually going to be getting it like i wonder (laughs) that actually i wonder like because that's like maybe he's gonna poop it out this time so he doesn't have to turn around (laughs) maybe but like (laughs) it's legitimate because he's doing less damage right and and therefore (laughs) casting less when it takes yeah long.
3: no I, we actually talked about it where i was like you know you're giving up an ultimate and i remember uh, like seeing him turn around and spit for the first time and i'm like this is not good yeah like in terms of like okay okay you're, you, they were really really safe when it comes to part mm-hmm. and i'm glad they did it this way right so we got to feel him a little underwhelming and then they get to push him a little bit better because yeah. that cast time was long and when he's already just auto attacking and you're giving up an ultimate for xp and then right. he turns around and stops auto attacking to ult right. for what feels like, you know, in TFT time years. Yep. Right? That's when that's when things get really frustrating too. Yes. So, uh I'm 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 okay with the change. I'm okay with the change. It's a little bit of like a quality of life thing, but um, yeah. when 50% of your time is blowing spit through a horn, <laughs> the other is throwing cotton balls at your opponent you know <laughs> you gotta gotta get a little bit time more time on your board now you, you gotta make up
2: for it uh somehow so yeah i i i, I agree 100 percent. bard uh is still like v- walking a fine line from being broken but i don't think he's i don't think this is gonna gonna do it boop how about
3: tier fours tier fours fizz starting mana 60 to 50 Nar health on transformation, 750-1250-2500 to 750-1250-4000. Gnar attack damage on transform, 100-175-400, 100-175-550. Nar stun duration, 2 to 1.5 seconds. Uh, a little bit of a berth there. Jinx get yeah. excited bonus attack speed, 60-75-100 to 50-70-100. That's good. Riven Energy Slash Shield 250, 1000 to 225, 375, 1000. Oh, no. Teemo satellite, Thomas, he's crying. 125, 175, 600 to 125, 175, 550. Timo Satellite slow duration is four to three seconds. Thank God. If I have to see my Aurelia <laughs> walk in slow motion towards a Teemo again, I'm going to. <laughs> Oh, my God. Tier 5 champions. Huh, I know, because you get, like, these... Whoa, 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 and then all of a sudden... <laughs> no one can do anything. Everyone's just walking slowly. This makes thematic sense for some reason. <laughs> Teemo satellites slow duration, 43 seconds. I'll go ahead and do the Tier 5, too. Yep. Uh, Echo, Chrono Break damage, 100, 200, 2,000 to 100, 000, And Thresh total mana, uh, big nerf, going from 75 to 90. Ooh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean this like you said birth to Nar, I think Nar was kind of like it's just an all around good unit. Like he's always been for what it's worth.
3: Yeah. Um, it's it's a little bit more of a nerf.
2: Yeah. But like if you're able berf. to get a tier three nar. Right. Yeah, I mean tier three gnar now seems fun. Like Yeah, <laughs> you can
3: build like IE and stuff on him. That sounds super fun.
2: I mean, we set it. I mean, actually, it was Osto that said it many, <laughs> many moons ago. Like, just put it on NAR. You can put whatever items you want on NAR, and it's going to be fine. Um, yeah. So, and, and seconds stun duration uh, nerf is going to be huge, of course. And, and then attack damage is—I uh, mean, actually, technically a, a buff there. But yeah, it's um, yeah, Jinx also pretty pretty sizable i mean not not even that sizable like, at level one it's a 10 percent or a 10 damage uh nerf or 10 um, percent attack speed nerf so level one jinx is gonna look even more embarrassing than she already does um, which is probably good i feel like they they really want jinx to be the like you need to commit to jinx and you'll get rewarded for it but none of this splashing jinx because she's kind of annoying she
3: is quite annoying. <laughs> she is quite annoying. I mean, just like any, I like. I love playing eighty carries in regular league, so I feel like I could say this. But like, it's just, it doesn't feel good to just be like eating rockets to the face. When mm. like, if you die to like a big ass gnarled, mm. you're like, okay, cool, right? But when you're just going. Pff! Yeah, I guess that point you're just like, oh, God, I'm dead. I can't get there, you know, and uh, I think that that should be good. The characters need to be interacting with each other, I think, as much as possible Mm -hmm. in healthy ways. And Jinx wasn't getting enough interaction was a little too safe. And I think now that her attack speed is down 10%, especially at rank one or tier one. Yeah, that's what you're going to feel the most.
2: Yep. And then Thresh. Not going to be pulling in Urgot as uh, as soon as he once was. The big, I think probably the biggest like overarching complaint was the the, the old Thresh pulling in the Urgot. So now it's going to be a little bit later in the fight. It's going to give you more time to actually burst down the Thresh and hopefully be able to play around it. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that that interaction fundamentally upsets people. <laughs>
3: I think so, too. I think so, too. (laughs) Uh, I
2: don't know. I I still think it's fun, but we talked at length about it last uh, week, so check that one out if you want to hear more about our (laughs) thoughts on Urgot in general. Um, But we'll round out the patch here with the items changes. Both Bloodthirster and Hextech Gunblade are getting 5% healing increases from 40% up to 45%. i am not going to lie. I forgot both of those items are in the game. Jeweled Gauntlet's uh, crit. Uh, A bonus crit damage is going from 20% to 30%. Static shiv damage is going from 80 to 90. Some more indirect battle cast buffs. And then ZZ Rot Portal health going from 1K, 2K, 3K to 1,500, 2250, 3,000 for the different I wonder
3: how that compares to Daisy from set one.
2: That is a good question. I low-key think zz rot portal is one of the better items to make like just commit to it early and you're gonna be okay
3: it's like an extra dude right um yeah the
2: yeah, it gives
3: you it's it's a front line in a can right yeah and i'm I'm waiting for a world where Hex State gunblade is an item that someone other than Asol could use yeah. um may, maybe a teemo like someone who does kind of like mixed damage like teemo that could definitely work um because it's 40 to 45 percent of your split damage as opposed to blood no banister, your got, auto attack right no,
2: tech got changed with mid set it's only spell damage now oh is it yeah yeah
3: i've just been looking past that well that was one of the time. like flew
2: under the radar type of changes that literally huh. no one has talked about because it's uh, well, anyway, no ever well, with,
3: with Jeweled Gauntlet getting buffed, then those two can definitely be built together. Yeah. And with the and that... All I'm thinking about is how good that would have been in set two. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine Syndra with that.
2: Uh, I mean, imagine IE
3: Jeweled Gauntlet, Hextech, Gumboid team. So, like, though, just who like... would be in? I guess hex Hextech could go on a battle cast, right? Because they would need to be in the fight casting spells to get the heals but also do spell damage for the crit who is like that in the game like if you I mean Timo still lethal. works right like yeah but he's in the back line and if he's already getting damage oh, on him yeah, that's true. right like then he's probably gonna die so who's yeah. gonna who's gonna Take find the damage, most value sorry, like
2: magic damage tanks
3: um, I don't know but I think I think there's a world where somebody Wukong. uses jeweled gauntlet hex tech oh maybe Maybe like you could do jewel gauntlet, hextech, gunblade morellos. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's better than the It would have to be item the, combos, the, the, but... the, the item would have to be hextech gunblade Rabidons, and Jeweled Gauntlet. Yeah. That would that would probably be the but who but who what wh- which unit that
2: does magic damage is that item combination not good at? Like, <laughs> I know um, it, it's
3: Riven Riven who is who I'm going to build
2: this oh ooh. although the, the the thing about Riven is that she generates so much shield that she doesn't actually take that much damage on her actual health
3: I mean a uh, protector Asel says that uh, so true <laughs> I mean, also Aesol might be the one. That, might be the one that... told his Oh no, name. yeah, Aesol yeah. was already using yeah. uh, the Hex Tech Mirellos uh, yeah. combo. But that's I'm true. just trying to think of someone who, because he he he's someone who does get into the, like the nitty gritty of things, yeah. right? So since he's flying around, Kaiser. he's going to be taking damage. Yeah, maybe, but that's a waste of a jeweled gauntlet, Right. you know? So. Yeah. The only one who I think off the top of my head right now, this is I'm going to theory craft this after like immediately after getting <laughs> off um, that Hextech jeweled gauntlet Rabadon's could work right now. And I wonder on who we're just not yep. thinking about it. Maybe it's infiltrator Malphite. Yeah,
2: I think it is ap- absolutely infiltrator Malphite. Um, oh, yeah. oh, what about rumble?
3: Ooh.
2: Yeah. that's a good one rumble is an interesting one actually. uh-huh gangplank
3: gangplank um yeah but rumble's interesting rumble
2: rumble's already pretty strong we might be maybe we see you heard it here first folks the boop combo the rumble carry the-
3: oh and you could totally use it on NAR too yeah you could but <laughs>
2: NAR only gets the one cast the one yeah yeah but you could Technically, a legal play. thing that a legal play think in the game. That is TFT. In the game, Yep, <laughs> you can put blue buff on Jin as well. Um, <laughs> you can put Spear of Shojin on it off. Um, but boop, that brings us to the end of the patch. Overall, thoughts, impressions, what do you think? I mean, we've kind of I'm loving kind of it, man. Various.
3: Yeah, I have been liking the patch, I've liked casting it, I've liked just the players adjusting to it so far. Um, it's a big. You know, a big slap in eighty, or I mean 90%, ninety percent, ninety, ninety five percent right now. Yeah. I it's just like when if you were to ask me what I want, everything I come up with is a pretty like minuscule thing. Yeah, Vanguard Mystics feels a little oppressive right now. I think these changes should help. Yeah. Um just kinda like bring it back just a little bit, right? Just just a little schmintz. And a little um, schmints yeah a little schmitz <laughs> and uh <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know i've never heard that word before it's fun, is it? it is it's
2: it's a, it's a, a schmitz fun
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but yeah i'm i'm excited to see what our community comes up with but maybe that'll be an next build bounty board hextech gunblade jewel draw yeah yeah submit Rabadon's your best combo yeah submit
2: your best comps or your best units with that item combo and we'll pick which one's the best and the, and you'll get a little legend's egg. There you go. It is, it is decided. I'll get you a little legend's egg for, for that. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm really all in on this patch. I think again, the small adjustments are really good. I'm, I'm feeling like I can play four or five. I mean, I have the ability to play four or five or six different comps. I can't personally play them very well, but there's so much different stuff. I mean, we and we might have even opened up more. Maybe there's like a really strong mid-game um, battle cast build that can transition into like a, a hybrid battle cast with something. Like It's it's fun. Um, it's, it's in a really good spot, and I feel like we've been saying that for longer than we have, it, like consecutively, for quite some time, I haven't really felt anything even stale about set three. And I don't even know if I have it all. So, hats off, uh, figuratively, not literally, because it would be too much work for me to take my actual hat off. But hats off to the, to the TFT devs and the team. Uh, it's been it's been really good. Yep. Agreed. Okay well GGs. ggs chat and uh everyone listening thank you all for doing so again remember we are prediction esports podcast make sure to follow us there make sure to follow us on the internet as well at lil legends pod on twitter boop where can people find you on the internet when you're not here at Source rex yes.
3: on twitter on
2: twitter and
3: on Twitch, maybe? Yeah, BoobSource1 yeah. on Twitch. I've got like a super busy week coming up. Yeah. So uh, a lot of stuff coming up. You do too, though. You're doing some stuff.
2: I am. I am doing some stuff. And you can find all that stuff at the underscore Blevins on Twitter. Or you can just find us in the Discord. Discord.me slash Podcast. But everyone, thank you again for listening and watching. For Boob, I'm the Blevins. We'll be back next week to talk about more Team Fight Tactics.